Welcome to the Muscle and Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, David Bryson, and this is the number one podcast for those who want to lose fat, gain muscle, and live a powerful, fearless, and meaningful life. Let's get on with the episode. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Muscle and Mindset Podcast. Coach David here, and today I have the pleasure of having Mr. Andres Linares um, on the show, um, and we're going to deep dive a little bit into women's nutrition, you know, what the right and the wrong thing to do is or what we actually recommend. Um, how are you, man? Good I'm job good, man. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Of course. Absolutely. So um, before we get into the main topic of the day, you know, I want to share with the audience that we're actually from the same country. Oh, yeah. I pretty, forgot about we have a pretty similar background and there are things in our life that are very weird because they're exactly the same yeah okay? so you play soccer right you play some soccer no i was actually never like uh i was never good at sports oh really okay yeah. and then i got that wrong that's the only thing that we don't have in common yeah. so we're both from venezuela yep okay we both have pit bulls yeah okay our wives are both dentists <laughs> one <laughs> so, uh, that, that's pretty funny yeah. um and then we're both do bodybuilding and we coach a yeah. lot of clients. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How long have you been into the nutrition and bodybuilding world, dude? Uh, so for myself, like coaching myself and just like experimenting with my own body, I would say like 15 years. I was I started at a young age, man, when I was like 12 years old. I'm 27 now. Um, I don't know if you want to get me in depth with my story, but like I, I could go on and talk all day. How about it? That's what we're here for. Yeah, so like growing up and you know you know this because you're from a latin background venezuelan background like in venezuela like i was very hyperactive ocd like i was very skinny like running all the time like you know had a lot of energy and then when i moved to the u.s you know my mom kind of she sheltered me a lot because she came from that you know she would hear stories about uh you know kidnappings and you know like crazy american guys and stuff like that so she kind of like didn't let me do much i stayed at home a lot and then what happens to an OCD kid, ADD, like when he stays home a lot, all I did was just watch TV and ate and I blew up and I got, you know, I got really fat. Um, and then my family, like, you know, like from a Latin background, they just roasted me all the time. Like, you're, you're, you're fat, you're this, you're that. Like, you know, I had a nickname growing up called, uh, like, they used to call me Mantequilla, which basically <laughs> means like, you know, like butter or like lard or, or yeah. stuff like that. So I remember one day, like after we came back from a trip uh, from Miami, my whole family like roasted me the whole time. Like, yo, you're, you have cellulite, you're fat, blah, blah. And this may seem like, this may seem like weird to the American, you know, culture that kind of sounds like child abuse, but to the Latin culture is like, it's normal. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're not roasting each other, then, <laughs> yeah. Like if you're not roasting each other, then like something's wrong. Like, you know, somebody died or like somebody mad at you or, or something like that. So to me, I, like, I'm actually thankful because like they opened my eyes. Like, you know, at the time I thought I looked good, but I was fat. Anyways, like when I was like in sixth grade, I was like 185, 190, like 5'1, five, 5'2, five, like, like pure fat, you know? And then one day, like they roasted me so much that I was like, you know what? Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something about it. And then by the time I hit like eighth grade or, you know, two years later, I was like 125. Like I was very, very skinny. And then that's kind of when I started to develop like, like a interest in like nutrition bodybuilding like you know just being able to change my body through nutrition and training and all that stuff and you know watching arnold videos like bodybuilding videos i just kind of i just kind of like fell in love with it and just 
you know, self-taught. I started reading books about nutrition, about training, watching YouTube videos, following all the coaches that I look up to, and then just learning as I went. Yeah, that, that's so funny because this literally the same thing happened to me. It, oh, really? Exactly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I also yeah. had a nickname. What's Compota? What was it? Compotica. I remember like the oh, little... Oh, my like, God. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, like, that's normal yeah. in Spanish culture. Like if you... I, I was I was five foot nothing, and I was probably like 180 pounds too. Yeah, um, yeah, see, exactly. The thing is like, I play soccer, and I was really good with the ball, but I was I was dude, I was so fat, like I, I was so slow. Um, and I actually, I mean, I had I had a future in it. Um, then you know, back then, I mean, that's also 15 years ago. Yeah, you know, we didn't have we didn't have coaches that on, on Instagram that we can reach out to. No. So what I will do is like, I'll get in the forums and start translating everything to Spanish. Oh, you didn't you know, speak. Oh just, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, I had, dude, I, I, I had yeah, no, yeah. I had no English. Yeah. Yeah. That's even, nothing. that's even harder. I feel like, yeah. Yeah. I knew nothing. So I started looking you, up you, shit you, and like, you're probably the same as me. Like I've tried like so many different diets, like oh, and then every single diet. The yeah, only like thing that is Weight Watchers. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like keto, Atkins, like mid, like crash diet, like tons of cardio, like oh, every diet you can oh, think of. Like I've done it. I mean, yeah. we had to try to see what worked, and you know if it was actually worth it. So yeah. we have a very similar background, and yeah. and I, I hate when people say, "Oh man, you got good genetics because uh, you know you look like this," and I'm like. Bro, like if you would have seen what I looked like when I first started, like I don't, I didn't have a good starting point, if, if you know what I mean. Like I, I store body fat very easily. Uh, I build muscle pretty on my lower body. I would say I have good genetics. Like my lower half, like the, the legs develop quickly, but then everything else, like building muscle, takes some time. I, I, I saw it. We, we're, we're the same person. That's weird. <laughs> I, I mean, we, we, I have the same struggles, and that's what you know. It's easy. It's not as complicated for us to tell a client, listen, I understand what you're going through. You you might think that this is hard to get your cardio and your food in because it's low food. Trust me, I have to work harder. You know? Yeah. And that's something that they don't quite understand. But I yeah. know for a fact that for you to get in shape, you need to dig deep, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have, I have to do the same thing. But, but yeah. uh, just to touch on that, um, I'm actually thankful for it because I feel like if I would have had good genetics and just been average, like I would have never really delved deep into nutrition and training and try to learn more and more and more just to work on myself. You know, I would have just been like normal or, or average, if that makes sense. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So before we get into, you know, what we're here to talk about, um, I want to share with you know the audience that your wife just turned pro, was it last year? Um, yeah, she turned pro at Universe, right? yeah, 2020, I think, yeah, 2020. Okay, so, you know, you coach your wife to, you know, to get her pro car, you know, from, do you coach her, do you meet her before she started competing or she started competing after she met you? So she actually was already competing when we first met. We met about five years ago and she used to do figure back then there's actually one of the reasons that i got into coaching so i can talk a little bit about that if you want um yeah yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. 
yeah so like literally like the the reason i got into coaching was my wife used to be a former figure competitor and she's had she had really bad experience with her first coach like like i mean she told me stories and i used to get mad just because the guy had her doing like three hours of cardio a day like low fat diet uh, super high protein 800 calories training like six times a week what else like improper use of like peds like doing way like way too much stuff and then she saw some you know short-term side effects and long-term side effects and then i was like you know like this this isn't cool like i don't know if it's i don't know if the coach at the time like he he was either ignorant to the fact of what were the side effects long term and short term or he knew and he was just like you know fuck it like just do it still yeah yeah so um so we first so she was my first client um then she she ended up hiring another coach which was actually a very good bikini coach at the time but i felt like at that time like that coach wasn't as attentive or like he didn't care or he didn't see her potential and that's kind of I kind of wanted to fill in a gap between like everything, you know, you, you want to be health conscious, like keep a, a female's femininity, also her health, like her longevity in mind, but also like make her be very competitive and also be very attentive because with that last coach, like he was, it was like once a week check-ins, one word responses, like, you know, just like, you know, your, your average, you know, through email. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I asked her like, you know, it was, I still remember to this day, like we were driving on our way to the gym and I was like, why don't and then this time she made the decision to switch to bikini and i was like why don't you let me coach you for your first bikini show you know and you know being a supportive wife that she is like she's been my number one supporter since we started like she she's believed in me since day one when, when a lot of people didn't believe in us at the time um she was like yeah of course like let's do it like let's do it together like we're gonna be a husband and wife duo like you know let's do it and then you know she just a little brief history about her competitive uh history she her first show was in mid-atlantic in 2019 she ended up winning her class and she was pretty close to winning the overall the girl that won the overall actually ended up going to nationals like a few weeks later and she won the overall so i was like it's actually at that show i remember that yeah yeah uh, so i was like is, at the uh, time i was jd's wife yeah yeah ariana brothers yeah. so at the time i was like fuck, i was so mad i was like how did she beat her like you know my now 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 that i have a more of a bikini i, I can see why she beat her because she was she was she was very streamlined very bikini i think rachel was a little too lean too muscular and she could have used helped on her posing back then so when she won the nationals overall i was like okay well it's not that bad like you know the girl, yeah. <laughs> she just beat you like that means something uh but then after that after the mid-atlantic we took like a whole full year off season like i kind of wanted to bring a very competitive bikini look i was like all right we need to downsize like you're too muscular we got to work on your posing we let's see we got to get your metabolism back in a good spot like all that stuff so we took a year a whole year off and then we ended up competing after after like the quarantine and all that corona stuff we ended up doing universe which was both of our first national shows like you know i never coached an athlete into a national show and that was her first national show ever and then she ended up placing second and winning her pro card nice yeah. and then after that we literally just did our pro debut um in december december 3rd battle of texas and she did really well man like we got really good feedback like she ended up placing six out of like a pretty competitive lineup and i needed to see because you know it's different when you see on instagram like you see like these bikini girls and you they look a certain way and then you see your wife like in person see a certain way so i kind of made a i kind of brought her in kind of very balanced like not too lean not too big not yeah. too hard i need to i needed to see how she looked like next 
to these girls on stage. Uh, and then it was kind of like eye opening. I was like, holy shit, like these girls are big. They're very yeah. muscular. Their posing is on point, like everything. So literally fast forward, like she had another show coming up um, a week, five days later, six days later. And the girls that placed ahead of her place, so she placed six, there was another girl placed fourth and another girl placed third. They were gonna be at this show. And I was like, look, we, we gonna have to beat them. Like we're gonna have to show improvements. She ended up placing third, placing ahead of those two girls that beat her wow. five days before. Dude, so that I was is, like, look, huh? That is a huge accomplishment. Yeah, no, I was like, and then we also, you know, team, you know, team Atlas is right. Yeah. Like the number one bikini, like he like shouted out on Instagram, like he shook my hand, like he was like, yo, like you guys did a good job. She's like top ten Olympia material. So I was like, I was like, I was, I was just happy with that. Like that meant that meant more to me than the win. So are you are you guys planning on competing on the 22 season and try to get that Olympic qualification? Yeah, so we're actually at the moment if she's also she's also in dental school. She's finishing up her last semester and she's in the military as well. We if if it works out with her school schedule, like if she can get that day off, we're actually shooting for the Charlotte Cup, which is like 14 and a half weeks out. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um I actually have uh two girls doing that show. Oh, nice. What what well, class what uh uh pro. Oh, they're pros? Yeah, well, we'll oh, talk about it. We'll talk about it after. Okay, after okay. Yeah, I'll talk about it. Yeah. So it'll 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 be fun for sure. So, dude, that is that is a big accomplishment. And then you just had a girl going to nationals. Yeah. Um, her first national show. I mean, she. This is. I just actually had Jay, a really good friend of mine, on the podcast. Oh my. And, uh Jay Martinez. No, uh, Jay Wesson. Oh, okay. Uh, he was on the podcast here with me. And dude, this is this past nationals in, in Orlando yeah. were the deepest nationals in the past six years. Yeah. Um, like anywhere from like, you know, whoever plays fifth could have won the show. Yeah, no, I agree. And I agree. It was deep out until you know, like the third call out. No, so, I, I completely and it was like it was across all divisions too, because I stayed up late as fuck. It was it was more fun for me to watch than the Olympia just because these were, these were, these were amateurs that looked insane. Like the quality of the stream was really nice and across all divisions. Like it was really like, it was impressive. Yeah, it, it was, it was a very, uh, a very competitive show. So, I mean, you have, you know, in your track record as, you know, as a pro coach, you have, yeah. you have, you know, a very high standard, yeah. because, you know, you got your first national show, you got, you know, a, a pro car yep. that you placed in the top 10 and you know and the first two pro shows that your client wife does yeah and then you have another girl doing bikini at nationals and you know she brings a look that is worth being a national stage yeah so you know your track records you know it's gonna keep building up and i mean your name will be known you know over the next few years thanks man. i really appreciate that one also, i've also worked with a, a men's uh pro classic physique competitor he's oh, local right, right. yeah lamar shaw he's uh i was actually he's actually <laughs> it's crazy like because i feel like i jumped a couple stages here like you know you usually work with a regional then you go to a national like he was already a pro when we first started working pro debut what was that he plays stuff off his pro debut right so no he's actually he used to work with, he saw i'll give you a little bit of a different story uh background story he He's been competing for a while. He turned pro in nationals like 2018, 20, yeah, 2018. And he was working with a different coach. And then he ended up doing his pro debut in 2019. But he never, he's never cracked the outside of the, the top 16. Like he was always getting 16th, called, like what's called a C of 16th, where it's like you're just 16th place. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, 
he we actually you know became friends through instagram we were talking and then i was actually fortunate enough to start working with him because he trusted me enough to work with him and i never i've never prepped a uh you know a pro men's classic competitor yeah. before so we worked together for about a year year and a half in total like we did a good off season we did a couple of rush preps where he, he looked better than before but after we did a full like six months off season and we his best placing last year at the linda murray was second place he was very close to getting his O qualification. Wow. Yeah, like it was like, it was like so like so close. Like the guy, the guy just beat him on more conditioning. Yeah, there, there's a big deal. I think um, what you did with him is something that we can talk about here in a little bit. Yeah. Um, so what I want to do is, you know, bring a little bit of light to yeah. what we see going on right now. And, um, you know, we're talking bodybuilding, but this is something that could all actually be brought upon, you know, the lifestyle name that we give to just regular people that don't compete. Yeah. That is, you know, the nutrition approach that coaches or experts are using right now. Um, and, you know, there we see a big issue because, you know, we're very health oriented and yeah. we're not doing this for the short gratification, but for the long-term goal that we want our client to see, you know, when, two, three, four years from now. So okay. let's let's deep dive into this high protein, low fat, low carbs thing that we're seeing right now. What do you think, you know, we are, what, what do you see the big issue? Where, where, where do you see this going? So like, I would say the biggest issue, like just for the general population of, of women that are trying to just I call it like, you know, lifestyle coaching, but it, it generally, like, it's just like, you want to look good, but also feel good too, right? Like you don't want, you don't want to make this a lifestyle change where it's long lasting and you can look a certain way for a long period of time, but also feel good um, while doing it, you know, being confident in your own body and being healthy. Uh, I, the number, like PEDs aside, just like the, the regular population, what I would see like the main, like the main wrong nutrition approach from a client's point of view, I would say it's like, they kind of look at it as like a quick fix diet approach. You know, it's like, oh, I'm gonna do this for four weeks, lose some weight, and then I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go back to my old habits. That's just like the client's point of view. And then from the coach's point of view, I would say it's like, you, you don't wanna rush, you don't wanna rush a transformation. Like you don't wanna have, you have to be realistic with your your potential and then like also like your progress with it. You know, you don't wanna, if a client comes to you and they say, you know, I wanna lose 30 weeks, 30 pounds in 12 weeks, and then you look at the client and you're like, that's not going to happen. Like, I mean, it may be able to I can make you lose 30 pounds in 12 weeks, but one, like you're not going to look good at the end of it. And you're also not going to feel good. And chances are you're not going to adhere to the diet. And then, and then that also can lead to multiple like health consequences down the road, not just even like from a physiological standpoint, but also from like a psychological standpoint. Yeah, just because, I mean, you know, and to the general population, you know, this scale number is something that it, it plays a big role in their heads, right? Yeah. Well, I need to lose 30 pounds by this time. My biggest question when someone comes to me for because they want to achieve that goal is why? Yeah. Like, why do you want to lose 30 pounds? Is it just because a number? How do you, like, do you even know what you're going to look like if you, you know, if you diet down the right way and you only lose 10 pounds. Yeah. Well, you're, but you're, you're, you're dropping, you know, you know, 12, 15 pounds of fat, but your body is going through a bad recompensation phase where yeah. it's actually able to 
hold the you know the muscle that we've been building over time while you know keeping good health, you know keeping you know hormones in balance and actually feeling good. Like yeah. that is that is the biggest thing. You're feeling good. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah. that's something that we both have in common. Like we're very, you know, health conscious and we just want to make sure that our client feels good. Yeah. And one, like, I mean, from like a coach perspective, like, you know, client adherence goes up, like clients retention goes up. If they're feeling good, they're looking good. And they're also enjoying the process. Like what people need to understand is like, you got to like, you have to see this as a journey, not just like, okay, I'm gonna do this for 12 weeks, lose some weight and then go back to uh, the old habits. So I take a very different approach to lifestyle clients that I do with competitors. I kind of try to teach them about you know tracking their macros like proper food choices like if you eat outside of the plan or you intuitively eat or if you have a free meal like it's okay like the scale weight's gonna go up but like this the scale is not in an indicator of progress like you have to look at your visuals like your measurements like your you know your 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 training performance like all these things not just not just like i want to lose 10 pounds and people kind of underestimate one like at what rate you can lose or oxidize body fat and then two, like how much 10 pounds of body fat looks like if you actually lose it, especially like if you're a smaller female that you only weigh 130 pounds, if you lose 10 pounds of body fat, you're going to look like you're going to look for, you're going to, there's going to be a big difference. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and you know, that, that's what we're here for to like, you know, mentor them and teach them, you know, what, you know, what is it that, that we need to, what is it that we need to do? What, what is your actual goal? You know, you yeah. say 30 pounds because you just want to lose 30 pounds, but is that really what you need? Probably not. No, you might lose, you might need to lose eight pounds and then, you know, build out your metabolism so you can actually, you know, eat more food. You can fuel your body the right way. You can train and then you can, you know, increase the muscle mass that you're looking to increase. And it's not the number on the scale. I agree. So now that we have gotten that out of the way, you know, and we you know we're pretty much spot on, you know, we, yeah. we have a very similar approach. Uh, let's, Let's talk about like what is your your preferred approach when you're working with let's let's touch a little bit on 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 the competitive side, you know, because yeah. that's where we're in the big problem. Yeah. So are you talking about just like from a mental, like nutritional nutrition. nutrition? Yeah. So I'm 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 a very hands-on coach and I also try like I don't have like a one size fits all for everybody. I'm also very attentive. And I like keeping a very close eye on all of my, on all of my, I would say all of my clients, but even more of a close eye on, on competitors, just cause like, that's something like when I was working under a coach, like I, I feel like I really needed and I wanted, I didn't want to have like, you know, a coach just send me a plan and then check in like seven, 10 days later. Like I usually, if someone's in prep, I usually check in every, every anywhere from every two to four days, um, you know, keeping a close eye on, on, on visuals, a close eye on their biofeedback, like their response, and also addressing the athlete's like mindset at the time, because that's something that's very important too, that a lot of, a lot of coaches don't do. Like, so I always like, I always ask like, how are you feeling physically and how are you feeling mentally, you know? Um, and then that's just kind of that aspect of it. But I, I, I try to go for a very balanced approach, like just enough dietary fats to keep you know, digestion, satiety, uh, hormones in place, just enough uh, carbohydrates to keep and like to keep energy pretty good and also fuel performance and then just enough protein for, for recovery. So that's usually how I, I would start off a client and then just kind of adjust as we go along, depending how the clients are responding. Yeah. So the big, the big thing that we're seeing right now is that um, I like to look at it from two perspectives, right? We see right now that 
I see it daily. Like I, I get this sent to me on a daily basis, and I bet you do as well. I get a female sending me her diet approach where, you know, we're looking at protein of 1.2 to 1.7 grams of protein per pound of body weight. When this when this girl only weighs but 135 pounds. Yeah. You know, we're looking at a in a quite of a high number. Yeah. Um you you speak to I don't I actually if it's if it's a lifestyle competitor, if it's a lifestyle client you're looking to lose weight, I would prefer them to be anywhere from 0.8 to like one. <laughs> but if it's but if it's an if it's a if it's a, a prep client like a female competitor, I actually tend to range around those numbers through periods of time, depending depending on where their fat and their carbohydrate intake is, then it kind of gets adjusted. Like if their carbs are very low, it's going to be on the higher end, like one point seven. Sometimes it even goes up to two for very short periods of time. It's not year round because you know having that high protein intake is going to be very taxing on the kidneys. Especially when you add on stressors like, you know, certain compounds, doing tons of cardio training, like you just have to like keep those things into consideration. But you don't want to be doing 1.25 to 2.2 grams per pound year round. Yeah. And that, that's what I wanted to get to um, just because I myself, I do protein cycling. Yeah. You know, I don't I mean, if you go and Google says never mess with your protein, play with your carbs and your fats. Yeah. Protein is, protein is just another macronutrient. Like yeah. there's something that plays a big role, you know, I like me myself, when I'm working with someone who needs to lose fat, I don't just give them carbs because I want them to feel good. Right. The, the carbohydrates have a, a place, which is energy. Yeah. They need to, you need to fill up those glycogen storages. Then you can have a little bit of energy. If you're fat, sorry, you don't need them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm sorry. Um, I take the exact same approach. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like if you're fat, Sorry, but if, if you have a body fat percentage of over when when you're when you're a male, yeah. if you're over 18%, you're fat. Sorry. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's how it is. Yeah. If you're if you're a female and you're over 27, you're fat. Yeah. You know, I sorry, I mean, th this is this I mean, is you gotta up. you gotta be you, you gotta be brutally honest with your clients because like a lot of coaches I feel like they don't tell them straight up. And like I'll tell them, I'll tell them straight up. Like if I see something. If I see something, I will address it. If you get offended, then like I'm sorry, but like I'm, I'm it's just brutal honesty. Like you need it, you know. Exactly. So, yeah. for example, when you have, and it really depends on you know if we've done any kind of blood work with that person. But sometimes you have let's say, let's use I'm gonna give you this profile. She is 35. Okay. She weigh she is five five and she's around 189 and 192 pounds. Okay? Yeah. That is that that's we need to look at all the variables. Do yeah. we really need to look? Do we really need to worry about her energy output? Do we really need to see what her, her you know her NEAT is? You know, like what is the thermic, you know, the thermic effect of the food when she eats protein, carbs, fats? You know, like there are so many things that we need to look at. One thing that I know for a fact is like her carbohydrate intake is going to be lower than her protein and her fats yeah. because she's fat. Okay. She has a very high level of body fat percentage in her body and it's just not. Yeah. And, and, and people need to, people need to understand like all fat is a stored energy. Like don't look at it as like body fat is stored energy. Like if you have an abundance of it exactly. and you completely cut carbs and, you know, keep your protein like at a good range enough just to, for, for, um, 
to keep muscle mass and just dietary fats for hormones, digestion, all that stuff, you can do like a ketogenic diet or a very low carb diet, the fatter you are for a long period of time. Now, as you start to get leaner and your appetite starts to pick up and you need more, then that's when you can add in the carbs. Then we, you know, we, we start, you know, increasing uh, the carbohydrates. And the thing is that when you have someone that heavy and, you know, you're going to have to like match up her protein to at least her, her body weight use a little bit lower. There's yeah. a plot process called gluconeogenesis where you know that protein is going to turn into something else you know let's, yeah. let's not get too technical like i said because you know we yeah. you know it, it's going to get complicated yeah. um carbohydrates have their place where they need to be used but they're not a required macronutrient to lose fat yeah okay? this, this is, i think this is when you reached out um after i put that on my story like there's no such thing as essential glucose or essential carbohydrates. Like your body can survive without carbohydrates for a very long period of time. But there is such a thing as essential dietary fats and then essential amino acids, which is, you know, protein. Like if you don't have one of the two for a long period of time, like your body's going to start to shut down. Exactly. So when, when we look at, you know, the very high, you know, protein approach, low carb, low fat, um, you know, we, we start tapping into the hormone imbalances that can happen to a female, you know, using PEDs or not using PEDs. Using, yeah, not even, yeah. Just running this simple, um, th this diet. What are the side effects that you, you see, you know, like there are popping up more often than others? when they're when they're in this in this specific approach yeah so the side effects i would say from like a performance standpoint it would be like as from a performance and standpoint it's like you're gonna see some very fast changes to your your metabolism like your especially in female um clients metabolic adaptation happens like very quickly like usually a male a male person like you can crush them and they'll still lose weight but if you do, if you take that approach, you'll you'll see some results pretty quickly within a couple of days. But if you continue doing that approach, your your body's gonna start to shut down. That's just from a performance standpoint. Um, sorry, my dog is whining. He can you hear that? Yeah, I I thought it was mine. Mine are right here. <laughs> yeah, he gets uh. But um, let's see, what was I saying? That's just from a performance standpoint. From like a physiological, like you know your standpoint you're gonna start like if you do a long term you're gonna start running into premenopausal symptoms uh which is like you know downregulated sex hormones uh even like hypothyroidism and infertility like brain fog and also like if your hormones start to shut down like you're gonna have a hard time losing body fat and you're gonna have a hard time building muscle at the same like as well yeah so that is i mean that's pretty spot on i mean yeah any that should be raising a lot of red flags to anyone you know following this approach and one thing that i would like to tell the you know women and you know guys listening to this it's like i'm sure that like all my clients they come to me and they know that they're able to ask me something yeah and ask coach hey man why do you think we're doing this like why what is your idea with this approach. And I know your people can come to you and ask you, yeah. hey, you know, what are we doing? So when you look at when you look at your approach, you know, talking to to the listener, and you see that there is somewhat of extreme in, you know, in one end of it, you just don't question your coach, but just ask. It's like, yeah. 
what is the goal of this? Why am I eating so much protein? Like, why are my fats so low? Yeah. I'm a female, right? Fats are going to create cholesterol. Cholesterol is one of the most important names that you can find in your body, yeah. right? When your cholesterol is non-existent, th there is, you know, there are a bunch of red flags are going to just start popping up because yeah. it is a regulating hormone in your body that's going to make sure that everything is in balance. Yeah. Cholesterol. So, I, tell, I tell my clients, like, cholesterol is a precursor to your hormones. Like, you need cholesterol to create certain hormones, as well as vitamin D3. That's, that's another topic. Um, a lot of people, like, especially if you work a lot from home or um, you don't get a lot of sunlight, you need to start supplementing with vitamin D3. Um, because that's another, like, that'll help with your hormone production as well. Of course. Yeah. And gosh, we could go here and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. like supplements, you know, that, you know, that yeah. we could recommend to increase. Can you hear my dogs running? No, I don't hear anything. Good. They're, they're taking up in the other room. So, you know, we could go in a long hour, uh, hour yeah. long conversations like, well, let's just say, let's just name 30 supplements that you should have to <laughs> sleep better, you know? So, yeah. I think we can do on a, on a different episode. Yeah. Uh, we could definitely deep dive into actually break it up into segments. You yeah. Know, like, cool. you know, hormones, sleep, you know, uh, gosh, performance, dude, performance, like, performance, performance. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I will, one thing that I'll actually like to do um, is bring a little bit of more light and um, talk about the performance enhancing drugs that they're you know that they're being used right now on the women's side of things like the the, the peds that females are using just because yeah. i i see it on daily basis um you know i coach you know bikini and wellness i'm not i'm not coaching figure i'm not coaching women's physique i'm not coaching women's bodybuilding just yeah. because i am not i am not comfortable putting yeah. someone's health to that extent in my hands. I completely, I completely agree. Uh, yeah. Like I can talk about like what I usually see with bikini athletes. Um, and like, I've even like seen some wellness protocols, but as far as like figure and above, like the more muscular divisions, like I don't want to talk too much about this because I don't know too much about the division. And I don't really know what it takes. And then also it's not one of the divisions that I'm super passionate about. Um, and I never like prepped a, a client for a figure show. Yeah. I have helped a few, um, figure, um, that were in a national stage. Oh, nice. But, yeah, it, it's just like, uh, as you can see, I don't coach them anymore because they wanted to take that a step towards a little bit more, and that's not something that I'm comfortable with. And yeah. I talk, um, you know, some people don't like this. I only talk what I know about. If I don't yeah. know about it, I'm not going to say shit because – Exactly, I'm yeah. And I don't know I'm, about shit, I'm going to sit down and listen. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. just shut my mouth, then I listen to the people that know more about it. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, lately I've seen very extreme protocols with, you know, Anavar, Devil, GH, Tess. Um, and, you know, we're not going to deep dive into this, but girls, just ask your coach what's what's going on. Like, what what is the reason behind the use of this certain supplements? Yeah, uh, I, I completely agree. I mean, I take a... I tell my clients, I always, I always end my emails or my voice messages. Like, if you have any questions, let me know. Like, I'm happy to answer them. That's pertaining to your nutrition and training. And pro if you have any questions about something else, like, don't ask me. But if it's, if it's to your program, like, I'll, I'll be happy to answer any questions because I find that 
if our client understands or knows why we're taking a certain approach, then adherence goes way up. You know, like, okay, we're doing this because of that. You know, not just we're doing this because coach said, and then I have to do it. Then it, 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 it actually even helps the client adherence goes up. Exactly. But yeah, like just to touch a little bit on the PED size of like bikini and stuff, like, you know, I'm seeing, uh, and then here recently I've been getting a whole bunch of like, whole bunch of uh, DMs, like, you know, crazy anabar cycles, even Winstrol, even, you know, Ostrine, a very high dosages. Cause you know, the devil, I tell people like the devil is in the dosages and then the, the devil is in the dosages and also how long you're running these compounds for. And also you have to make sure you're getting the right compound. Like if you get anabar, make sure you test it. Like if it's anabar, like a lot of the time it's, it's commonly faked as Winstrol or D-ball. And if it's Winstrol or D-ball as a female, you're going to have some very, um, quick side effects, especially like very, very like, yeah, voice changes, <laughs> like clitoral growth, like hair growth, like very, very quick. So before you even, before you even take Anabar, make sure that you trust your source, your source, you get it tested and make sure that it's actual Anabar first. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, that's, that's a topic that, you know, we can, again, we can, I'll yeah. like to, I'll like to um, have, you know, two more people on the panel. So yeah. we can discuss um, because we both work with with women. You know, that's mostly who we work with. Yeah. Right. I would like to see what is the take on two coaches that only work with men, but they have a few women that they coach. Oh, um, yeah. It's because right now, one of the tendencies that we're seeing is that there are coaches prepping women like they're men. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there has to be an understanding that the the physiological part, like they're 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 both humans, mm. they're completely different humans. Yeah. Like the, the, the bodies and the mechanisms and the organisms are completely different. That's why we're seeing um you know big side effects coming from yeah. the ground just because like again, you know, fats are too low and the body's just shutting down, you know. Yeah, and then they're 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 also taking too many stressors at once for way too long of a period of time, like you know. And then your controllable stressors, like you know, too much cardio, too much training, not enough sleep. Then you add on, and then you add on PDs on top of that, and then you add that for a prolonged period of time. Like later, I just had a, I just had a bikini girl reach out. She was prepping for like ten months, running, you know, running certain things for ten months, doing tons of cardio for ten months, not eating for ten months. Like it's gonna take a toll, you know. Yeah. So for for those listening that are not that are not competitors and they have the goals of losing 20 to 50 pounds in 2022, what what will be your best advice to these girls? Uh, best advice is I would just hire a good coach right off the bat. Um, if you want to do it, if you want to do it yourself, I just wouldn't overcomplicate things too much. Like I like I, I said before, like eat just enough fats to fuel to keep your hormones and your satiety and the digestion in check just enough depending on what your you know your body composition is like just enough carbs to fuel your performance and then just enough protein to um to keep your muscle mass right but and then like don't overcomplicate it you just have to create a, a small a mild to moderate calorie deficit over a long period of time um i feel like people like and then keep your keep your like goals like realistic. Like if you want to lose fifty pounds, 
you can do that within a year. You know, there's 52 weeks in a year. You can lose anywhere from depending. And again, like if, if you're like a 200 pound woman, you know, over 250, you can do that within a year. If you're 150, like it might take a little bit longer. Like the smaller you are, the less body fat there is going to be to lose. Yeah. yeah. And everything that you said was just spot on. Yep. And the biggest, the only thing that's going to allow you to get this done is consistency. Yeah. Stop switching from keto to Atkins to if it fit your macros to all this different. Yeah. If you're going to do one, just stick to it. Just, just do it. I mean, we're just talking about keto. And when you go to my profile on Instagram, you think that I hate keto with my life. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to make it clear. I love keto. I love keto. I use, I just don't like the way it's, it's used to use attack fat loss when it's not, um, it is not a quick fix. Yeah. It is a very effective diet, effective approach when you know how to use it. Yeah. I love keto too, man. Like, I mean, especially like the higher body fat you have, like keto work will work really well for you because I mean, it keeps, it keeps appetite in check, keeps your hormones in place. Like it primes your insulin sensitivity. I think, I think what's happened in the last few years, it's, it's a lot of a, a lot of nutritional companies like market keto as something else like they're setting they're selling keto this keto that like keto bar keto keto powder keto and it's that's not <laughs> what keto is like it's a supplement but like keto is yeah. a diet itself it's not the supplement because a lot of people are like oh yeah oh yeah i'm doing keto like i'm taking you know keto collagen shot and i'm like that's my yeah. um and i just don't think they understand that the keto comes from the word ketogenesis yeah that and 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 in a short term means it's like burning something burning like they actually it's not bad they oxidating fat like yeah. that is that, that is the, the simple term of it yeah and it's not keto is just not a product that you buy yeah and i i love the approach when it's used the right way i mean when you're i what, what's your take on i mean i like to do a keto cycle mm -hmm. where you know, we're you know, we're very, I mean, we're zero carbs, we're high protein, you know, you know, high to moderate fats. And I'll do a high day for, you know, every 10 days or something like that. Yeah, um, I, I like that. I actually really like that approach. Uh, if you have very high levels of body fat, like if you're, if you're, if you're a male, if you're like over 20%, like I'll probably take that approach at first until you start getting leaner. And then the, I will do, so I basically will swap the macronutrients. So if we do keto at first, as you start to get leaner, we'll do carb refeeds, you know, anywhere from anywhere from three, every three to every 10 days for or sometimes there'll be multiple days. And that's just um, to like one refuel glycogen and also for like thyroid, like thyroid production. Um, but yeah, I really like I really like that approach. Like if you're already if you're already pretty lean, like a male, like 10 percent or like under, like I, I probably wouldn't do keto. I would. Yeah, I, I it's funny how we we have a very similar approach with almost everything. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and, and guys, we've never talked before. This is the first time. This is the first time we talk first time. Time in person. Yeah. Yeah. And FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it, it's pretty cool to see, uh, you know, how health oriented you are. Oh yeah. I appreciate that. And, you know, it's, it's us against the world and, you know, yeah. you know, there, there are many people like us, you know, trying to change the world one pan at a time, you know, and it's um, it's very, it's great to see that you're helping people achieve their goals, whether it be on a bodybuilding stage or off bodybuilding stage. Yeah.
Yeah, because yeah. I also people I usually just post up my my competition clients because some of my lifestyle clients are not comfortable with me putting up the pictures. I have a lot of just lifestyle clients that are just looking to lose weight or learn how to track their macros or just you know yeah. just build a little bit of muscle. Yeah, yeah, and that's 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 what I do. Yeah. So, dude, um, I think um we should have another episode where we just talk about hormones. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're comfortable with it, we could actually get, you know, some blood work and just break it down um, yeah. on the screen because I that's that's fun for me. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit of a nerd and I think you're a nerd. Don't take it the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> we, we like uh, the science side of things. Um, and I'm very happy that we got on. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on board. And um, oh, yeah, no, I, I'm very I, excited to keep doing this and bringing more light to to the darkness. Yeah, man, I appreciate. I really appreciate you having me in this. It's actually, like, really fun for me and for me to just be on and just to talk about. Yeah, I think um, we could have Rachel on and put her on the spot and you know talk about her journey. Yeah, uh, that that'll be cool. She'll she'll probably because, be fun. because you know being in dental school, being in the military, yeah, being <laughs> full time bodybuilder, yeah, and being a wife, it's not an easy task. No, it's not. We'll tell it's, people. You know, she seems to be succeeding on all of them. Yeah. People tell her all the time. And, like, I tell her all the time. I'm like, I don't know how you do it. I'm only good at one thing at one time. Yeah. <laughs> I tell her, like, I don't know how you're so good at all these four things. And people, she just, she, she doesn't realize how good she really is. I'll, I'll, I'll put it like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it'll, it'll be good for, you know, for her to just give a little bit of insight on. I like to talk about, like, the mental health side of, say, the side, mental health side of things on the female side um, yeah. because um, I'm sure she could help a lot of women by, you know, just expressing, like showing her experience and like showing her journey and you're sharing what, what she's gone through because it's not easy to accomplish everything that she's done. I agree. Yeah. And a very short period of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah true. It, it, it takes commitment and passion. So yeah. uh, we'll definitely have to, you know, get on the screen, mm. but dude, I hope you have a great day and thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, man, no problem. Uh, we'll talk right. soon. Peace out. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. If you found some value, please share it with a friend and you will automatically be helping us to change 1 million lives. If you're interested in working with us, DM me the word Brazen on Instagram and we'll see if there's anything stopping me from helping you achieve your fitness goals. Have the greatest day of your whole entire life.